All right. Welcome to episode number 38 of Reflections from WT. I'm Randy Ram, joined again by my co-host, Dr. Walter Windler, the 11th president of West Texas A&M. And I'm excited about today. Everyone in the room, I really, really have a good relationship with. I really enjoy talking to today. Dr. Windler and I are joined by the city of Canyon, Texas, Mayor Gary Henders and city manager Joe Price. So I'm, I'm glad you guys are here. Good to be here. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Before we get started... I'm going to ask you guys if you've ever heard of the Battle of St. Scholastica. Anyone ever heard of that? Not I. Well, let me tell you about that. That happened back in February of 1355 in Oxford. There was an argument in a tavern that escalated into a three-day battle in which the local citizens, armed with bows and arrows, attacked the university, killing and maiming scores of scholars and professors. (laughs) So that's that's kind of where that phrase "town and gown" came from I that I want to talk about. <laughs> let's just let's just hope that the, the Battle of Saint Scholastica never happens in Canyon, Texas. I don't think, I don't so. think it will. Think Do so. you? No, I don't think so. We are so fortunate to have a, a very positive working relationship, Randy, with uh, with the city of Canyon and uh, and Randall County too. But just our region, our region, uh, I'm going to say, appreciates us. And I mentioned this yesterday in a setting. Um, I've been to a number of different universities, and uh, this has this relationship between city leadership and campus leadership is stronger here than any point, any yeah. place I've ever seen it. Not, it's not perfect. It never is. But I mean, it really is strong. Mayor Hinders will tell you that their view in the city is when the city, when the WT uh, elevates itself or prospers, the city prospers. And I'll tell you when the city of Canyon elevates itself then WT prospers. Yeah. So, I mean, it's yeah. just it's a very special relationship that I don't take for granted at all. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Let, let, let me ask the both of you. Tell me about your connection with WT first. Mayor Henders, you go first. Well, uh, WT is uh, uh, where both my uh, wife and I graduated. We met here. So our, our heartstrings are, are for WT, and, and uh, we love being a part, uh, even to the extent that looking how we can give back and, and even, you know, small part scholarships and all, too, because our heart is here, here at WT. And, uh, you know, just just WT is the local university of the Panhandle of Texas. And if you look at uh, where our teachers come from, uh, you know, I've, I've worked for a bank. Where where most of those employees come from is West Texas A&M. Uh, Mayor, if I could ask you just for a second, um, uh, you and your wife, Linda, the two, two very fine people, uh, you all didn't get married in the campus, campus uh, chapel, did you? Did you get married in Hill Memorial Chapel? No, no, we didn't. But we met over at the uh, Student Union building, and uh, I was one. I was the yeah. old one, and uh, I made a big impression. I was trying to look cool because there's uh, the Fidel's there on one side, and the Chimegas walking down the hall, and <laughs> and I was trying to look cool, and I, I was eating breakfast, and I dumped it in the floor, and I tried to be funny, but I, I really wasn't cool or funny, or <laughs> but you know, but somehow <laughs> somehow yeah. I, I got the girl, yeah, somehow I got the girl. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, let me ask you. You tell me. You tell me about your background and your relationship with WT. Uh, I've got two college degrees from West Texas A&M, uh, bachelor's and a master's in political science. So I'm one of the few, probably, that has that degree that actually went into their field. <laughs> um, I met my wife Stephanie. Uh, she's a Zeta, uh, Zeta Tau Alpha, and I'm also a Fidel, like Gary and several others in our community. Uh, really enjoyed my time there. Was involved in Young Conservatives of Texas. Um, and we did all we could. I was student body chief justice, uh, was in student government my whole time. So I've done all that. Yeah. And you, and you have family ties too. I do. I do. My wife now works at the museum. 
she's the marketing and communications director. She's been there at least eight plus years. My dad's now just retiring. He had his second career here at West Texas A&M. He's a PhD in criminal justice and sociology, and he's had 19-year career after his 30-year stint with Texas Department of Criminal Justice. Where did he work, uh, Joe? And uh, I, I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask you, where did he work when he was with uh, the Department of Criminal Justice? We moved about every four years. So when I was born, we were down in uh, the Houston area by Angleton. Uh, that was the Darrington unit. It was pretty. He actually made one of the prolific magazines in the 80s about how dangerous that prison was. Um, from there, we moved out to Livingston, Texas. Uh, at that time, that was a Terrell unit. We were the only house out there, so I lived in a field with just one house. Now that prison is actually a death row unit, so they house all the death row inmates. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we moved from Livingston to uh, Palestine, Texas, out to Tennessee Colony. It's about Tennessee Colony is about 15 minutes outside to the Cofield unit. It's the largest prison in, in Texas, I believe. And then from there, we moved up to the Clements unit here in Amarillo. And my parents always wanted to retire up here. They've always loved it up here in and then my dad retired in 2003 from there, got his 30 years. He was senior prison warden, and he had his Ph.D. in his 20s, so he had his Ph.D. all the way through his tenure as, as working with TDCJ. Definitely qualified to be a professor. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, Mayor Hendricks, let me ask you this. Would you would you tell me about what, what's Canyon like now? What's the state of Canyon, Texas? What I really love, Randy, is, is Canyon is a growing, thriving community. And, and that's huge. I, I wish more of the, the panhandle was that way, but it is wonderful to be here with, with growing university, uh, with the city that is really booming right now and, and with development. But, but with that too, I think it's just a focus on quality of life too. Mm-hmm. Um, love the fact that we're in the middle of uh, uh, studying the, the downtown area, which has really come back to life, but there's so much more we can do there. And uh, Randy, I know you as a uh, uh, commissioner are in the middle of that and in, in that downtown master plan uh, uh, committee, but uh, really what we can do and I think we're just on the cusp of, of what we can do and see changes in the in the future, uh, both in opportunities, but also, I mean, we love for our city to look good and just the aesthetics and all too. So I, I think we're we're on the cusp of a lot of that too. So uh, another small one, I don't know that a lot of folks know, but TxDOT's coming in, uh, redoing uh, 23rd Street going south uh, with new sidewalks and, and just back uh, aesthetics again too. That that makes a difference to us. We we take a lot of pride in our community. Joe, what do you think? What's what's the state of Canyon right now? Well, in order to know where we're at today, you got to look at the past. So I have personally gone back all the way to the seventies. the The last significant growth um, has been mentioned many times from people that have been around was in the seventies. What we're in right now is historic, unprecedented. Uh, in all areas. The city is in an unusual state. And so the commission hears that from me regularly. I'm like, listen, everything we're doing right now is uncharted water. We've never been in this shape. We've never been in this position. So they have difficult decisions to make that no commissions before you are going to have to decide on. While at the same time, we're developing and growing, we're also developing and growing the City of Canyon organization, kind of what Gary was saying, downtown master plan. We've got several other other master plans we're working on, but we're growing organizationally, but also housing market, we're growing significantly. But everything is at a historic mark right now, um, and that is a significant, significant blessing. People want to be here, and I can't blame them. You know, I love living here. I know everybody else in this podcast loves living living here. It's a great town to be in. How can you blame someone wanting to move to our wonderful community? Yeah. Yeah. 
Gary alluded to it a little bit ago. Canyon is booming, but the rest of the panhandle, not as much. Why is that? Dr. Wendler, why do you think that is? Well, you know, the uh, this constellation of communities, apart from what I call the twin stars of Amarillo and Canyon, I know there's some size differential and so on and so forth, but those are those are the in the sense that I call them twin stars uh, of the of the total panhandle. But and there are many other fine communities, but most of them are smaller communities without a lot of economic base in them, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a wrestling match. Now, I'm not obviously involved in in, uh, civic government or civic leadership, but I think to the extent that Canyon and Amarillo serve the whole panhandle, they serve themselves well also. And I think that's one of the reasons some of the people, I don't know, and, and Joe may even know the answer to this, but we have people moving to Canyon from other parts of the panhandle. They come here. Mm-hmm. Joe himself has. He was in a great community up there in Borger. And uh, that's a, that's an excellent community. That's home of Frank Phillips College. There's a big refinery there. Uh, it's a great community and economically, I think, very stable. But, but again, there are a whole series of communities that are tiny and don't have the economic opportunity that some of these uh, smaller communities do. It's one of the reasons that one of our WT-125 goals is to investigate and encourage economic development through entrepreneurship and innovation in the Texas panhandle. Joe's right. Canyon is under unprecedented. You can't look at history and know what kind of how to how to deal with what comes next in in the city of Canyon. Well, in these small communities, things are going to change. The internet has obviously changed the world, and people can operate businesses out of a place like Booker if they mm-hmm. wanted to live there. Uh, and and I don't know why they wouldn't. Booker's a nice little community, but there's not much there. Uh, a lot of the town now is in a sense boarded up. It's small. There's uh, people. You know, it's just not a lot. But Somebody that likes what Booker has to offer can actually get up there and start a business online. And I, I think there's some very special opportunities. It's outside of my field of expertise, but I just in my heart believe there's some very special opportunities that exist in these smaller communities because so many of them are family-oriented. Uh, you know, when you when you go to these small communities like I did to visit the high schools, a lot of times people from the community come out just to listen in. I mean, they even did it in Canyon. First time I spoke at Canyon High School. Gary Hendricks was there. He wasn't the mayor or anything at the time. He just came. You know, he was a, he's from Canyon. He's graduated WT. He came to find out what was going on at the university. So I, I just think there's a high level of interest. And our growth here, because of its our centrality and because of the university and so on and so forth, I think, and, and of course, uh, Amarillo, fine community and so on. And so on. We're, all, we're all growing together. And I, you know, I just, I, I think it's very positive. Yeah. A lot of those smaller communities out there, uh, rural communities, it's not so much they need help, but we can provide something that other universities may not provide. All right, well, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in about 30 seconds. And when we come back, I want to talk about what the future of our relationship is going to look like. West Texas A&M University is the Panhandle's university. With a commitment to serving the region and the world, WT is proud to put people, programs, and places first. We are a strong community, a herd of buffaloes proud to call West Texas home. Learn more at wtamu.edu. All right, welcome back to uh, Reflections from WT, episode number 38. I want to ask you all this. What does the future of our relationship between West Texas A&M and Canyon look like? As a former student of West Texas A&M back in the 80s, I can tell you this, and I'm speaking from experience, there was a big, big disconnect 
between the city and the university. And I think it was like that for a long time. But I think, I think like you mentioned, Dr. Wendler, it's better than it's ever been before. And it's better than most town and gown situations. Why is it that way? And what's the future of our relationship going to look like? You know, I think there's a couple of things there. And, and I, I'm completely with you. I've been on city commission when we really didn't even have discussions uh, with, with the university. We, we didn't sit down. We'd go years without, without visiting and uh, just realize that's a mistake. I mean, we are the two big entities and, and uh, population centers here in Canyon, Texas. And, and so um, completely honest, I would give a lot of the credit to Dr. Wendler, uh, his, his leadership abilities, um, but, but also personality and, and his willingness to, to be in dialogue with, with Steve Canyon. Uh, so I, I think that's been a huge piece. And uh, yeah, I think there, there's art here. Uh, Joe's background with WT and, and uh, mine as well. Yeah. Um, you know, the, there's a heart there too. But I think we also realize just the importance and, and what we can do together. And, uh, you know, one thing I'll throw out, too, I think just looking towards the future that we get it now, too. We've seen both. Mm-hmm. And, and now we see what we can do together and work on some projects and, and whether that's some mobility, you know, things with, you know, bicycle lanes or traffic or working on, you know, dedicated streets together. There's a lot of things that we can do and make our community better when we work together. And so there will be a day coming, um, hopefully it's a lot of years from now, that Dr. Wendler retires and I won't be in this spot. But I really think um, we, we have some younger folks with uh, Joe Price and, and uh, some of the ones on the commission now and, and uh, university too that see it and get it. And so I'm really hopeful that we've got a dedication to that in future years too. Yeah. Joe, what do you think? I think we just continue to collaborate with our relationship. Um, The directive given to me as city manager from the entire unanimous body of the city commission is to have quality intergovernmental relationships with West Texas A&M and our county government. And we work really hard at those relationships, but it's like anything else. It takes, it it works both ways. It's like a marriage. Um, But we have numerous projects um, being held with WT. We're we're purchasing some land from them on, on Monday at our commission meeting. We've got some other properties we need to acquire from them. Uh, we've got, we're going to try to redo WTMU Drive probably in the next two to three years and have a cost share agreement with that. We worked together on our up, upgrading of the outdoor warning sirens. We put a new warning siren on top of the classroom center. Um, I can't tell you how many things we've done together since I've personally been here. Uh, I meet with uh, VP of Business and Finance, Randy Reichel, and their facilities manager, Stan Pena. I meet with them every three months. We have an agenda of items. We go through everything. You know, on the projects, the capital projects, we really try to make sure those are on the, on the city's CIP list, but they're also on WT's master plan. And so we have a lot of correlation with that. But, um, you know, we have headaches every once in a while, like any marriage. Um, but, you know, we're working with them on the hotel, trying to get the hotel going, moving and moving forward quickly to get that up. There, I can go on and on of all the projects we're working on, but it's been a great relationship. It's because each organization puts the relationship first to work together. Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything that's been said, and it's going to sound like a, a sort of a mutual praise or whatever. But the bottom line is, um, I think Gary has been central in this and Joe, too, but I knew Gary first. And. Uh, wanting to make sure that what we do benefits both all the time. You know, the rising tide lifts all boats. And that doesn't always happen in these relationships. And I think it's exceedingly important. 
Um, you know, it's a, it's a recent example for uh, as one, um, you know, we have these new scooters on the campus, you know, whether these have I, I, I know, I know you saw me on Facebook. Yeah. Right? You <laughs> rode one not too long ago. <laughs> but anyway, I had to try it out and I didn't, I didn't have the courage to go all the way downtown, but you can go from the campus. And this is the example of cooperation to downtown, uh, to the square in, in a Canyon where, you know, there's, there's restaurants and uh, retail outlets and so on. And it's, it's getting nicer and nicer all the time. Uh, and we try to stay local as much as we can. Uh, and when I say stay local, I mean stay in Canyon, you know, to yeah. eat, to go out to eat and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, we frequent this, uh, I don't want to start naming names because I'll leave some out, but like with gift buying and stuff, we try to do it in Canyon. Mm-hmm. And, and we can, you can do it. It's not the same selection you get in New York City, but so what? It, what difference does mm-hmm. it make? Um, you know, it's a, It's just been a very. I'm. I'm thankful for it. And that scooter deal. You know, it took some cooperation between the city and and the university, and plus this uh, bird company that you know has the arrangement with the scooters. But our students can ride downtown. You know, from from the campus, and they do because I see the scooters down there. Uh, Mayor, have you rode one yet? I have not. Oh, I'm so. disappointed in you. <laughs> I am too, actually. I, uh, you know, I want to see what he looks like on one. Yeah. I even did a trick. I think the two of you should have a race. That's, that's what, what I, I think. Like well, <laughs> the other thing there, Randy, and, and you all should know this, is that uh, Gary Henders is a little bit on the tight side, and and so um, those things, <laughs> those, bit, those, you know. those things, given to understatement, the, those things cost money, and you know, my wife has have the story of how Powder uh, got there, and and really is that Gary Henders lost a dime. And he kept digging until he found it. So, so those do cost money. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna. I don't know if you guys have heard, but uh, every time we do a podcast, we wrap it up by me throwing a curveball, and uh, I'm gonna throw you guys a curveball now. So this this has nothing to do with the university or the city. I'm gonna ask each one of you to think for just a second, and if they wrote a biography about your life, what would the title be? What would the title of your biography be? Joe, I see the wheels turning right there. Yeah. I'd say uh a life of selfless service. You know, that's that's what I really what I really thrive on. My ethos is just like, you know. If I were to guess, I'd say it'd be my living hell with the city commission. Well, is that not it? <laughs> there might be a subchapter in the biography of of I mean, even at my young age, I've I'm telling you, I could write a memoirs of some of the stuff I've seen in in city government these days and it's what is maybe maybe it should be what have you what did you not realize was actually going on i keep it to yourself joe <laughs> mayor what would your what would the title of your biography be? well the, this this might be self-serving but but i would love for it to be servant leader and yeah. uh love our community love our city and i really don't mind we we were on a uh, project here in with the church here a month back and, and cleaning up the creek and that was a, a nasty yeah. deal i uh, have talked to joe we, we planted trees i've been out there in the middle of it uh, talk to Joe. One of these days, we're going to be working on brick streets, and I may be out there on my knees with knee pads too, helping get it done. So, I, you know, love yeah. being in the middle and making a difference. So, Dr. Windler, what would the title of your biography be? Oh, I, I you know, that's, it's really hard. I, I would say that, you know, he did his best every day uh, to serve those that were in his charge and maybe maybe servant leadership uh you know i don't mean to sound immodest about that but that's what i do try to do and uh it's not always perceived that way but that is what i try to do well let me tell you something that i admire about each and every one of you um 
every one of you mentioned service and, and giving to others. So I appreciate that about each and every one of you. And, I, and I'm proud to uh, serve each one of you in a different way. Now, I've got a curveball for you. And I've never done this before. Mm, well, now I'm nervous. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, uh, you are both uh, a city commissioner in Canyon and an employee here at WT in your role with the radio and television communications program, MassCom. How do you see those two things? That uh, that how, how do you see the sort of the how those two things work together? You know, I. I... <sighs> I don't want to toot my own horn either, but I think it is about service, and I and I love both institutions. I really do. And you know, I I was living in Tennessee when I got the call from WT to come back, and I for the longest time I never thought that I would come back to the Panhandle. But if there was one place that I would come back, it's Canyon, Texas, and WT. Mm. That's the only place I'd ever come back to. And I, I thought back to when I went to school here, and like I mentioned earlier. There was a big disconnect between the two. And I always thought Canyon could be such a cool university town. You've heard about college towns. And I think, we've, I think we're closer to that than we've ever been before. And I think the students love Canyon, and I think Canyon loves the students. So I hope I've had a little bit to do with that. Yeah, and I would say you have. I'll, I'll say one thing. On numerous publications, Canyon is always in the top ten for university towns in Texas and in the United States. And I think that's a pull, or that's because of this relationship. Constantly voted top in the state, college towns. Well, I am honored to be a part of both, and uh, I thank you guys for being here today. I think it was a good one. Uh, thank you for joining us. Please join us again next time for episode number 39. We will see you then.